Hello, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Laura Evans, and you are listening to Hope for the Hurting. Our mission is simple. We want to provide hope and help to those who are hurting, lost, lonely, and in despair. My background is in broadcasting and radio, and I'm joined by my dad, Dr. Irv Wolf, who, in addition to being a pastor for over 30 years, has a background in marriage and family therapy. Dr. Irv has authored two books, and he's the director of Hopewell Counseling in Minnesota, where he and my mom counsel individuals and couples. And today we are discussing a very timely topic. Pretty much they all are, but this one, I'm not lying to you. It's absolutely true. It's the truth about lying. Give it to me straight, Dad. Don't mince words. <laughs> the truth about lying. Well, that's that's a, a pretty uh, big subject because uh, most of the research done indicates that all of us lie at some point during the course of a day. Wow. Uh, we, we all are guilty of it. And truth telling is uh, becoming a, a rarer and rarer uh, activity among people. Think about some things. Okay. Think about candidates who want to get elected and will tell pretty much whatever they need to say to achieve the end because the end justifies the means. So if they have to lie or exaggerate or twist it, spin it a little bit, that's okay because it justifies getting elected and now we've got the power to make things change. Right. I think that politician is synonymous with liar. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Especially in this past election. Yeah. As, as someone once said, if his lips are moving, he's lying. That's right. Well, and, and that happens. But people lie on a lot of other areas, uh, dating websites. You know, are you really getting the straight stuff mm -hmm. on the dating website? Mm -hmm. Is this guy really the vice president of General Motors? Yeah, I don't think so. Is I she mean, really a supermodel? You know, if she only shows a picture from the neck up, <laughs> there's there's yeah. a lot more you're not seeing. It's true on dating websites, people saying that they've accomplished. In fact, some people claiming that they are single when they're married oh. and they're on a dating website. Oh, that's low. That's but betrayal husbands, on so many levels. Husbands lie to their wives about their usage of porn and wives lie to their husbands about how much money they've spent and what they've spent their money on. Business people lie to their customers mm -hmm. about what their product can or cannot do and how much it costs and when it will be there. I used to run into that a lot in the lighting industry when I took a break and I was out of pastoring for a period of a couple of years and I sold commercial lighting, right. which was a very bright subject, by the way. And <laughs> Can you shed a little light on that? <laughs> yeah, I can shed a little light on that. Well, it kept me in the dark. Anyway, oh. I, I, you know, very often would place an order and the sales rep on the other end would tell me, okay, I'll get it shipped out this afternoon. You should get it either tomorrow or the next day. And it wouldn't show up. So I would call back. Where is it? Uh, one example of that was a guy who was going to sell me lighting and he was in Cleveland, Ohio. And I had a customer in Rochester, Minnesota, who had hired extra help. Uh, it was a tanning salon and he'd taken all of his beds apart and he mm -hmm. had a dozen beds. And so he needed a lot of bulbs. Right. And this guy said he had them. He didn't have them. When they finally came in, I put it to him this way. I said, look, if you ever want to do business with me again, you will put all of those bulbs in your car in Cleveland, Ohio, and drive tonight to Rochester, Minnesota. So this guy has them 
first thing Saturday morning when he has all of his extra help and he can have them installed. <sighs> and he did it. He did it. So I kept using him. He was willing but to do what it took and he didn't want to lose a client. He didn't want to lose a client because I was thousands of dollars. I will bet you, you taught him a lesson he will never forget. So the big question comes is, does anybody tell the truth anymore? That's true though. And, and even the people that you expect are going to tell you the truth, like, like ministers and people in positions of, you know, you think they're positions of integrity. They've, they've come out with, with big fat lies yep. and things that they're not being honest about. And even when people tell you the truth, you think it would be a black and white issue, right? You're either, it's either true or it's a lie and it's one or the other. But people nowadays, and, and you certainly see this a lot in politics, they're able to spin things mm -hmm. and are deceptive enough with their answers and cryptic enough that you don't really know what they've said when they get all done. Uh -huh. uh, they uh, tell what? you all, <laughs> they, t <laughs> they tell you Rewind. a lot of words, <laughs> a lot of words, but when they get all done, you really don't know what they've said. And that was intentional. Right. So that they couldn't be pinned down. They couldn't be held to the truth. So they in turn have obfuscated the truth and given you a whole bunch of words instead. I feel like you're eavesdropping on conversations I have with my teenager. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> that's how it goes. I mean, you have to kind of pin them down. And but didn't lie. Okay, but you didn't tell me either. <laughs> you yes. left out a very important detail. And that, that happens. Uh, that that is just as much deception yeah i didn't lie and tell you an untruth mm -hmm. but i left out important facts so it's a it's an in a sense it's lying by omission right instead of lying by commission and as a parent by omission you feel like a private detective like you, you're not going to get the right answers if you don't ask the right questions just be honest yeah as as one of my kids once said to me well it could have happened that way what? I could have. It could have. I thought that's about not, it. That's Does that count? How, that's not how it happened. Uh, it didn't really happen that way. So that was not true. Uh, so just because you said it could have happened that way. I uh, might have turned it in. I might have turned my assignment in. I mean, I could have. Okay, but you didn't. So the bottom line is that something is either true or it's not. Uh, actually, it is pretty simple because uh, telling the truth or telling a lie ultimately comes down to an issue of the heart. Uh, our heart is where truth and lies reside. Mm -hmm. uh, the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. So if our heart is filled with deception and lying and dishonesty, that's gonna come out of our mouth. So it really becomes an issue of character and it becomes an issue of the heart, the intention to deceive uh, and the failure to communicate truth. In court, they used to make you come up to the witness stand in front of the judge and the jury and everybody else, put your right hand up, put your mm -hmm. left hand on the Bible, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not the Quran, not mm -hmm. the Bhagavad Gita, not the Upanishads or something. Not Dr. Seuss is the, the cat Bible. in the hat. Mm -mm. Yes, and swear the following. I solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. So help me God. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, the bailiff would say, state your name and take a stand. Take the stand. Why don't they do I didn't know they didn't do that anymore. They do not swear on the Bible anymore. 
Well, we are one nation under God. We need to go back to doing that. We, we Whoever decided that needs to be fired and they need to resign <laughs> and, and they need to be replaced with somebody who believes in the Judeo-Christian values upon which this country was founded. There you go. Well, let it be spoken, let it be done. Uh, I'm just telling you, they don't do that anymore. They used to do that. That used to be common a courtroom procedure. God needs to be back in the courtrooms, Dad, and he's back yes. in the schools. That's where all this lying started yep. is because people have pushed God out. That's why. Yes. And now we yes, have a yes, sin yes, epidemic yes. on our hands. Yes. And lying, whether you realize it or not, I know you know this, but lying violates the ninth out of the Ten Commandments. The ninth commandment says, thou shalt not bear false witness against your neighbor. False witness is another way of saying lying about him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a violation of the ninth commandment. So when you say, well, boy, you know, I kept the 10 commandments. No, not if you've lied. And who hasn't lied? So we've all broken Oh, by saying that they keep the 10 commandments, they're breaking the 10 commandments. <laughs> <laughs> because they're, they're lying. Lying. <laughs> lying is an, a form of deception. We're trying to deceive somebody by our words. And that is a killer for relationships. Right. If you lie to your spouse, if you mm -hmm. lie to your boyfriend or your girlfriend, that is a relationship killer. It is a betrayal mm -hmm. and it violates trust. And in fact, it eliminates trust. Now trust has to be earned back because you never know if the person that is uh, talking to you is truly telling you the truth anymore. Right. Uh, because if they've lied to you in the past, what would make you think they wouldn't lie to you in the future? So can a relationship be saved if there's been a history of lying? Yes, but it's very difficult because lying becomes a character flaw. Mm-hmm. And that is going to take an awful lot to overcome. Character flaws are stubborn and they don't go away easily. They don't change easily. I would think that there's a difference between lying about one particular incident that you know is wrong and you do it to get out of trouble. And then someone who's got a pathological problem with lying, lying about everything. Yeah, they lie about everything. Well, you're right. There are pathological liars who simply invent their own reality. And they believe it. And, and oh yes, and that's why they can pass lie detector tests. They have the ability to believe right. this make-believe, this yes. fantasy, yep. and therefore they're quite comfortable taking a lie detector test and they can beat it. Right. Pathological liars are a different bird, but the standard run-of-the-mill person who lies, it can be overcome, but it's gonna take a, a lot of change. That person needs to come to the place of saying, I will take whatever consequences come from telling the truth mm -hmm. because that's the primary reason people lie right. is they don't want the consequences of telling the truth. So, you know, whether it's a young person, whether it's an adult, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, we're all afraid of consequences uh, to telling the truth. So a person to overcome the habit of lying, you have to be willing to say no matter what, I will not lie. I will be a truth teller, mm -hmm. even if I, it costs me my life. Mm -hmm. Even if it costs me everything, mm -hmm. I will tell the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, I will take a stand, a firm stand against lying. Because guess what? You're influencing people. Right. And if you are a liar and you're known for being a liar, your kids will lie. 
and you'll find yourself influencing other people. Lying comes from our sin nature, and it is the default of children. Children lie. Why? Right. right. Because they want to get out of consequences. Right. They don't want to get in trouble. Is there a difference between the types of lies children tell versus the types of lies adults tell? Oh, big time. Big time. Ch children, in their naivety, they lie because they don't want the consequences. Adults may lie because they don't want the consequences, but they do it uh, more in the area of a character issue. Mm -hmm. It becomes, for them, uh, not just a matter of getting out of trouble, but it's a matter of violating the relationship. So you got the relationship to deal with. Children don't have that same degree uh, of trust as a married person would have. They lie to their parents, but their parents are capable of disciplining them for it within a relationship, a husband-wife, if there's lying that's going on, that harms the relationship. Right. And it puts it on very tenuous footing. The primary reason a person grows into adulthood still lying is because they've never had the truth either uh, modeled for them mm -hmm. or they haven't had it uh, taught out of them. Right. They, right. Got away with, they got away with it. I mean, I know there's some great parents out there who will nip that in the bud and call it what it is and provide the correct consequences. But there's others that just want to be friends with their kids and don't want to call them out for anything. And just kind of seems like they tiptoe around these types of subjects. What happens to that child if it's never parented out of them? Yeah, they grow up to be lying adults. Mm -hmm. uh, they found that lying works. And if they can lie their way out of things, even as a child and then as a, a teenager and as an adult, uh, they will because uh, we, we tend to be people that are pragmatic. Whatever works, if it works, we will do it. And if lying works to get me what I want, if lying works to get me out of the consequences I deserve, then I will practice lying. And it becomes second nature. Did I tell you about a situation I had with one of my sons where... He had been caught uh, repeatedly lying about one particular topic and I was done with it and I had tried other things and it just wasn't working. I took away his phone and I said, you will not get this back until, well, he had like, a, he had a two week minimum already that he had to be without his phone. And I said, now during that two weeks, you need to write me a six page research paper on the damage lying does to relationships. You need to have four sources. This is due after the two weeks that you have been, that you've lost your phone. If you choose not to do it, that's fine, but you don't get your phone back until it's done. Wow. And it had to for, be typed. Is this, typed. For college, is this for college credit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm new Roman. No, no bigger than a 12 font. One inch margins. Yes. Wow. He did Good it. For him. Good and then for I him. made him like present it to me. Okay. What did you learn? Yeah. It destroys relationships. It destroys yes. trust. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. And, and that's the sad part of it is we are built for relationships. And yet we wind up lying and destroying relationships right. through our lying. Well, where does lying begin? The source for all lying is... Adam and Eve. No, it's the oh. devil. The devil. <laughs> that, was my next, yeah. that was my next choice. John 8, 44 says that, that Satan or the devil is the father of lies. Yes. So he's the one who inspires lies. He's the one that provokes to lies. God, on the other hand, is the source of all truth. 
Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18 says, it is impossible for God to lie. Now, that seems amazing to me mm -hmm. because we are so prone to lying right. that for God to, to have it be impossible for him to lie because a lie is a sin. Mm -hmm. So it's impossible for God to sin. So God can't lie. Um, and that, that just is mind-boggling because we are have such a propensity for lying. Well, Colossians 3, 9 says, do not lie to one another. So that's the admonition of the New Testament. Don't lie to one another. Don't do it. Yeah, just tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And and that is something that, yeah, you might get in hot water for telling the truth. Tell the truth anyway. And here's another thing. You have permission to say, I choose not to answer that. If someone puts you on the spot and you know that you're tempted to lie because you don't want to answer the question, just say, I choose not mm -hmm. to answer it. Sure. You don't have to tell, you don't have to tell somebody, I mean, I mean, granted there's, there are situations where you do need to answer the question, but you don't owe anybody an explanation. Just say, I'm choosing not to answer that. One of my professors used to say, uh, why do you want to know? Flip it back uh, around. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to know that? Mm -hmm. How will that help you? Right. Knowing the answer to that, how will that help you? Yep. I so, think sometimes when someone asks us a question that we're not prepared to a answer or we don't, we know that they're not going to like the answer, we get panicky. And so we, our brain goes to, uh, what can I come up with? Where you just need to say, like you said, why do you want to know? Why is that important to you? Flip yeah. it back around on them. And that is a skill that you can learn. You can learn to respond that way to people uh, if you don't choose to want to give them an answer. Right. If you don't want to answer them because it might uh, in some way incriminate you, mm -hmm. even even in courtroom, they, they have the Fifth Amendment. Right. Well, what's the Fifth Amendment? The fifth. I refuse to incriminate myself. Right. So I'm not going to answer that question. Right. I just think of the apostles. Here they are dragged in front of the Sanhedrin, in front of all of these Jewish priests and high priests. Uh, they could not witness any more uh, about Jesus Christ, because they're turning Jerusalem upside down. Peter says to the high priest, well, you, whatever you decide to do is fine. We can't stop talking about what we've seen and heard. You, you have an obligation to speak truth, even right. in difficult circumstances. I can't imagine being in a more difficult circumstances than, than being in a situation where you've got all of these hostile people who want to throw you in prison, want to flog you. Right. And flogging was quite acceptable in those days. Mm -hmm. And they want to beat you and uh, flog you and throw you out and or stone you to death. And here you are and you are on the spot and you say, uh, what, whatever you have to do to us, do to us. Right. But we can't stop talking about right. what we've seen and heard. Right, right. Uh, we saw the resurrected Jesus Christ. You want us to shut up about that? That's right. the truth. Right, right. It kind of, I mean, modern day example reminds me of Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. Oh, yeah. They're getting doxxed. They're being, they're, their families and their lives are being threatened. And they said, there's too much at stake here. We've seen too much. We know too much. We're not going to shut up. We're not going to be quiet. Yeah, and that takes courage. That Absolute takes tremendous courage. courage. A lying is a very hard habit to break. It's an addiction. The good news is the truth will set you free. Yes. Yes. So you can be free from it. Right. And you, you will tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you God. Yes. The, the, the reality is it's the truth that really marks believers as being 
followers of Christ walking in the light. Right. We tell the truth. Excellent. And very timely with all that we're dealing with. And I think that it comes down to discernment because sometimes someone's telling you one thing and you just get this gut feeling that that's yep. something's, something's off. It's something's not right. The words coming out of their mouth, they sound good, but I'm not buying it. And sometimes yeah. that's the Holy Spirit going, Mm-mm, something's not right here. Yeah. In fact, they've written some scientific articles on that, that you have an inner truth barometer inside of you yep. that gets you upset when you hear untruth. Right. When you hear lies, uh, your gut begins to get churned up because what you're hearing is not does not conform to the truth and you know the truth. Right. And I think so, sometimes yeah. we tend to talk ourselves out of it. Well, no, I mean, it's just something I had for lunch or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, those are God-given feelings and you need to pay attention to those. Yes, you do. One of the key times when we lie is when we're faced with conflict, which leads me to a tease for our next episode. Our next episodes, we're going to be talking about are you conflict avoidant? Do you tend to avoid conflict? And that's going to be the topic of our next episode of Hope for the Hurting. So we hope you can join us for that. Um, I'm that, I'm really looking forward to that one because <laughs> I need to know how to manage those kinds of situations. So we hope that you'll join us for that. And we are just so grateful that you chose to spend some time with us this evening or whenever you're listening to this. New episodes are uploaded every Sunday morning. And you can find our podcast on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. You can also find it on Radio Public, and you can find past and current episodes at hopewellcouncil.com. If you have comments or a question that you'd like Dr. Irv to address on a future show, please send an email to hopewellcouncil at gmail.com. And I leave you with this quote, tell a lie once and all your truths become questionable. Mm-hmm.